The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this wonderful Friday, 28th day. Is it actually the 28th of August, 2020? Um, I don't want to wish anybody's life away, but uh, our nighttime lows down here in Texas now, folks, are the daytime highs of most uh, places in this country. <laughs> it's a whopping 104 degrees today. They're expecting the same tomorrow, but the heat index is up there. And, folks, we do have two weather systems here in Texas. We have the desert southwest winds, and then we got the Gulf kind of northerly, northwesterly, but that's further to the east. Uh, when you add the humidity to 104, 105 degree temperatures, uh, it's I, I don't even think there's an apt adjective to describe the discomfort. <laughs> now you can see why. Uh, we got siesta time. At least Mexico does. <laughs> Why do you want to move around in the hottest part of the day? In the hottest part of the day down here, you would think it'd be noonish, high overhead sun, one-ish, two-ish. No, 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 no. Even as the sun starts to go down in Texas, it's still heating things up at an accelerated rate. And I said this before, and I'm half kidding, half not. You've heard the old saying, well, it's hot out there. You could fry an egg on the sidewalk. Well, you can do that in the middle of the night down here. So at any rate, um, anybody watch the Republican National Convention? I did. Uh, at least I watched Trump accept the nomination for presidency. First time this has ever been done <laughs> on the South Lawn of the White House. His acceptance speech for uh, uh, running for president. And... Guess what, folks? Remember me saying that Trump is signaling? He's constantly signaling. In politics, if you say something, that is fodder to be run with. Well, that's what you said, whether you mean it or not, or it's just um, campaign slogans or whatever. We understand and we get the political process, if you want to call it that. In any rate, uh, the first thing I noticed, well, two things, actually. The exorbitant fireworks display after the White House gathering. And first off, the number of people in attendance all sitting there 
in very close, next-to-each-other proximity with no mask. (sighs) Say it isn't so. But the real fireworks for a lot of people started as the thing let out last night. And I'm in reference to Rand Paul and his wife. I think we should, instead of Rand Paul, I think we should just call this Run Paul. Uh, He was uh, gotten after by some protesters. Now, immediately when I saw this video, I thought, you know, this guy gets beat up a lot. His neighbor cracked his rib. He had to have part of his lung removed. Here he is with his wife trying to leave the uh, the grounds of the White House last night, and they're being ch- uh, chased by Antifa, Black Lives Matter, whatever the case may be. Now, these are the peaceful protest. Now, Mr. Paul and his wife were ringed with police, not a whole lot of them, just enough to kind of circumnavigate him and try to get him out of town, I guess. But these people wanted to get at him. And, uh, folks, the peaceful protesting and, you know, we want this and want that people, uh, getting in people's faces, charging at them, middle fingers extended, yelling expletives to to one 70-plus-year-old woman. I bet you she was 75 if she was a day. Really? You know, these are the people that uh, are saying that now saying, And I'll get around to this, and I'll give you the details later in the broadcast. But this is our stuff, and you're going to give it up. Otherwise, we're going to burn it down. This is what they're saying. Now, we kind of have the idea that uh, in a Marxist system, you know, there's really no thing as property. You know, it's kind of this communal thing. Everything belongs to everybody. And ultimately what ends up happening is nobody cares about anything in particular, so the whole thing goes right down the tubes. That's generally how it happens. But in this particular case, they are, they are demonstrating the Antifa, the Black Lives Matter, peaceful protest. Uh, there's now petitions circling uh, right now to get CNN's Don Lemon fired. <laughs> I, I, I say just leave the trash in a heap and it's going to blow up of its own, uh, um, I don't know, uh, what, uh, methane gas? I don't know. But Rand Paul's wife scolded Politico for downplaying the hateful mob outside the White House. And this was Politico. You know, if you're going to run a politic-based website, you know, play politics, play the game. Well, not these people. Uh, It's a hard-left website. (laughs) An inside-the-beltway hard-left website. And created by two former Washington Post reporters. And they said that Senator Rand Paul and his wife Kelly were confronted by protesters outside the White House. Uh, No, Politico, we were not confronted by protesters. We were circled by a hateful mob shouting vile expletives, preventing us from moving. And that's what uh, Kelly Paul uh, wrote in response to Politico's headline. And the headline again, protesters confront Rand Paul outside White House after RNC. It wasn't really a confrontation. Now, of course, Rand Paul, I mean, this if it leads, it bleeds, or almost bleeds, it'll lead. And especially if it's political. Uh, they went, uh, he went on Fox and Friends this morning saying he thinks he would have been killed if not for the police when he and Kelly were surrounded and attacked. It was horrific, said the senator. They're attempting to push the police over to get to me. 
So at one point, they pushed a policeman backwards. He stumbles, and he's trying to catch his balance, and I catch the back of his flak jacket to stabilize him. He actually did this. I, I mean, here's a cop going down, and he stops, and he turns to pull the cop back up on his feet. Now, one cop was using a bicycle as a barricade. <laughs> you know, this is, this is really not a healthy environment for anybody, uh, let alone the politicians. And, and, you know, would I be confronting a Nancy Pelosi or a Schumer, getting in their face, screaming, threatening? No, I wouldn't. Not to this extent, I would not. I might let my feelings known in passing as they walk by, but I'm not going to run them down and chase them. And it's it's rather fascinating to me to sit here and watch what's going on in Minnesota and Wisconsin and Washington and all I don't have to run the list down, you know, in Chicago. You know, the complaint is that well, these vigilantes out there with their weapons are uh, trying to pick a fight with peaceful protesters. Well, you know what, folks? That's not the case. Even the Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin Department of Justice finally admits that Jacob Blake had a knife in his vehicle. Now, what they're not, the mainstream media is not telling you is this wonderful Jacob Blake guy, actually the car that he was trying to get into, he stole somebody's keys without their permission. So... Ergo, stolen car. Uh, this guy's got warrants out on him. He's a convicted felon. And these police are telling him to stop, and he ain't stopping. And he reaches into the vehicle, and voila, what was in that vehicle but a knife? Now, am I for shooting a guy, shooting at a guy seven times? I think the cop only hit him four times. He is going to recover, although he's not going to have use of his lower extremities. Sorry about that, but, you know, folks, I, this uh, where does responsibility take up for a person's actions? Now, you could imagine these police have been kind of mindset militarized over the years, so you put them in a pressure situation and they're ex- service people, and you put them in a combat situation, and basically that's what this is. No, it's not called, uh, you know, Al-Qaeda. No, these are protesters, supposedly, and who knows if this guy was even protesting or not. But they're always painting it as if these are pure as the driven snow people, and they're being violated and being killed. Well, I don't think Jacob Blake is all that damned innocent. And folks, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. I've never re refused a lawful order from a police officer. Rather than escalate anything to a point where I've got to try to duke it out with one cop, and you know the old adage, you eat one and you, and you can't stop eating them. Oh, I'm sorry, that was a Lay's potato chip. You knock down a cop, they're going to bring more. You knock down more cops, you ain't going to be alive, pretty much. Now, that's the reality. But you see what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen, that none of these people believe that there's a law that they have to follow. 
because we got their stuff and they want it back, they're going to burn and they're going to loot and they're going to pillage and they're going to harm and they're going to beat and whack and do whatever they want to do. And until we get what we want, you're going to meet all our demands. There's not going to be any discussion about it. Give it up or we're going to burn you down. Now, like I said, the communists aren't really up on the whole property thing. You know, what's mine is mine and it ain't yours. They've got some real problems here. Now, let me... Gosh, I wanted to jump over to Pelosi here, but no, let me hold back the reins a little bit. The Wisconsin Department of Justice has finally released a statement confirming that Jacob Blake had a knife in the driver's side floorboard of his car. He appeared to be reaching for it when he was leaning into his car and was then shot seven times by police. Well, and again, the information I had, he was shot at seven times but hit four. Moments before the shooting, as officers attempted to arrest Blake, they deployed a taser to attempt to stop him. However, the taser was not successful in halting him. And let me stop and digress. That was my first thought. Why didn't they just taser the guy? You know, it's real hard to ambulate if you're being juiced up, you know what I mean? But evidently, they tried and it failed. So next thing, well, here comes the service weapon. Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call declined to disclose when Blake told the police he had a knife. The man who made the 20-second video that went viral reported that he saw Blake scuffling with three officers and heard them yell, drop the knife, drop the knife, before the gun, uh, gunfire erupted. Governor Tony Evers and Attorney General Josh Call should be held accountable for withholding pertinent information that led to rioting. Well, I, I got one better than that. How about Mr. Governor Tony Evers and Attorney General Josh Call? Why don't you restore peace in the streets? Because this is going to continue to happen. People are going to show up armed to protect property. They're going to protect it against the looters and the people that want to burn this stuff down. So I put this back on you. I put it squarely back on you. What, and, and, you know, so what's the thought here? That, well, you shouldn't stop them from burning your business down? That you should let them do anything they want to do? I thought these were peaceful protests and no harm should come to an individual or buildings or anything else. What's that have to do with protesting? Not a damn thing. These are all-out riots. So, The discovery of the weapon found on the driver's side floorboard of Blake's SUV, which in this story doesn't say that he had that vehicle without permission and stole the keys, was announced by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, which is investigating the Sunday shooting in Kenosha that has ignited deadly protest in the city. Officials also said Blake uh, copped to having the knife, but it's unclear exactly when he made the admission. The shooting unfolded after cops responded to a call from a woman and said her boyfriend showed up at the house, though he wasn't supposed to be there. When police moved to arrest Blake, the confrontation began, leading police to first deploy a taser that was not effective. Let me skip down here. Um, Blake then walked around his vehicle toward the driver's door as two cops trailed him with weapons drawn. One of the officers identified Wednesday as Rustin Shesky, 
then grabs Blake by his shirt after he opens the car door and fires seven bullets into uh, Blake's back. And again, that information, seven bullets, I heard four, but we won't quibble. Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call declined to elaborate on preliminary details or on when the knife was recovered. The press release issued by the Wisconsin Department of Justice said Blake's knife admission was made during the investigation following the initial incident. The reporter asked Call if he had meant Blake said he had a weapon after the tasing attempt, but AG would not answer. As the release stated, he acknowledged he had a knife in his possession at some point. Now, all the officers involved Sunday have been placed on administrative leave. Officials also noted Wednesday that Kenosha Police Department does not have body cameras. Well, I wish they did, but they don't. Yeah, I, folks, this, <laughs> I'm telling you one thing right now. I think it's becoming apparent to people. The statement I've been making is you're all citizen journalists, or at least citizen witnesses. Y'all have iPhones or, you know, whatever, capable of recording. Use it a few times. You know, you get yourself in a position where people are jostling around and the situation's unstable. Well, guess what? So is your image going to be. Practice. Practice. There are devices out there that have steadying uh, capability, but they're usually a little bit more expensive, and I don't know how many phones are equipped with that technology. But the point being is once there is video record of something, it's pretty hard to lie about it. You know what I'm saying? And this this works both ways. If somebody's making false statements about something, he's supposed to be the good guy and he's lying his butt off, we need to know. You know, this is not the time to be backing wrong ponies. We've got to be sure of our, our position, and we can do that with evidence. Frank in Pennsylvania. Hello, Frank. Yeah, John, uh, thank you so much for taking my call. And I did see that incident with uh, Rand Paul, and that was a total disgrace. It, it, that crowd was... Yeah. Well, with that crowd, was, did you hear? They were talking about killing him and raping his wife and murdering her, too. I know. Did, did you know they were saying the N-word towards him and everything, John? Well, and... And, and and here again, what does the press do, or people that are supposed to have the at least the face of credibility, they're out there misrepresenting. They're, they are scared to death to tell anybody the truth, so they're just going to roll on with the propaganda. It's that, that, to me, that's even more disgusting than these people's acts themselves. It just reminded me of Mogadishu, you know, when, when, they were, when the soldiers were running out of Mogadishu to get back to the safe base. What's it look like? Something savage. This wasn't peaceful. There was nothing peaceful about it. They were calling for violence against a United States, against the United States senator. And I'll tell you what, John, it's going to hurt them in the long run. Because you really think Rand Paul is going to do legislation to support their cause after what happened to him and his wife, his lady friend? Well, actually, Wait. actually, Rand Paul has been doing some things that should be considered favorable to blacks in this country. But they're evidently, in their madcap mayhem, they kind of overlooked that. Absolutely. He wants to stop no-knock warrants. That's what got that young lady killed. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hang on hang on a second. I've got to take a break. 800-OPEN-PHONE-FRIDAY today, folks. Open phone Friday. 800-313-9443. I know you got things on your mind. We'll break. We'll be right back. 
After about a month of Extendivite, I don't know what it is about uh, the circulation factor. I was able to increase the weight, increase the amount of sets I could do. It has to do with the oxygen getting to the blood. You should market this uh, as an athletic performance. And I don't change anything about my diet or anything. I just thought, this is amazing. Bilberry extract has got something called resveratrol in it, which is the same stuff that you get from red wine. It's also good for eyesight, and I was reading that the uh, Royal Air Force during World War II would give their pilots bilberry jam so they could have better night vision stuff. This is amazing. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822, or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Some say life will beat you down and break your heart, steal your crown. We are back. Uh, Frank in Pennsylvania. Um, they have a problem here. The problem is the Democrats are trying to sell us that it's unity for all. What do they want us to unite with? These clowns that we saw last night and over the past several months, I, I don't think so. Uh, we're being told that we've got to be together on this and we've got to join together. Well, does that, I don't know, is that like telling me I've got to hold hands with a leper? I don't know. But this is not flying well and it's getting so bad that even Nancy Pelosi has come out, Frank, and said that, well, I, I, I think we should just skip the presidential debates 
if I were Joe Biden, I wouldn't lower myself to get on the same stage as uh, uh, the president of the United States. Well, uh, she wants to keep it hidden, John, because if he really told the truth, you would have to agree with the Marxist agenda. That's what they're trying to do. But I tell you, John, the disgusting part about what happened to Rand Paul, um, I remember uh, a couple of years ago in New York, this is above me, state above me, is, uh, a man called up uh, Omar's campaign, and I guess he threatened her that he was a Muslim or something like that. Well, she, he got two years in federal prison. Mm. That's a fact. Mm. Now you had a mom <laughs> looking to kill the United States senator, rape and murder his wife, too. And they were yelling at there was There were no arrests. There were no arrests. Nobody was tracked down. Well, it's just amazing how far this has gone. And Frank, the political strategists and these people are not paying attention. Because if you remember me saying what they're trying to do is create the reality, they're trying to create the, uh, the impressions. They're trying to plant things in people's minds. Now, so much so that in the 2016 election, after the dust settled on that one, Across the board, these people were shocked because they felt that Hillary was going to win. And that was a bad assumption because, guess what, she didn't win. Well, they're making the same assumption again by curtailing and spinning the news the way they're doing it. They're planning on their dribble being taken seriously by people. They have eyes. They have ears. They're seeing what's going on. And all it's doing is reinforcing that the Democrats are a bunch of lawless blowhards, that they just want to politically take over and transform what this country was based on. Uh, John, you are so correct. And I can remember the time when you met Ron Paul's father. You'd done the interview with him. And that's what really turned me on to Ron Paul, what he was saying. You really woke me up. Uh, when you done that interview and I asked you, you know, you got really close to the guys for real. He said, yeah, he was he was put out there to wake people up. But um, I'm telling you, John, you're right. We are being played. They want a race war and they're not going to get it. There is no reason for that type of behavior. Only ignorant people would threaten the United States senator. And they're looking to start one and they want it. That's their entertainment. And we are the pawns in the game, John. And we, and we both know that they're looking to start a race war. And, and it will bend. they're going to come out on top, and we'll come out on the bottom. You've got to be aware. We're being played by major media, by Wall Street, by bankers, and by Fifth Avenue boys, you know, the ones that do all the advertising and coaching and all stuff. we just got to wake up to this, John. And, and, I, and I hope that it doesn't go any further what they've done to Rand Paul, because then, then you're looking into a place where it goes off the edge. It ain't going to come back so easy. Well, it it is already it has already happened. Remember the congressman that got shot trying to play a baseball game? Uh, absolutely, yeah. 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 And the guy said, "Who's a failed Republican?" And he opened up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that this is what they're looking for, John. But I, I'm sorry, John. I don't mean to geese up you or your audience, but it's just getting to the point where we're hitting critical mass. We better pull back from the edge and think like civil people. Don't let them control us. Don't let them play us anymore. They, they are trying to start a race war to media. And uh, if people play into it, they're suckers. They're pawns in a game, and it's all a big chess game. It's not even a checker game to them. Well, and, and, uh, we be and, and Frank, enough has been exposed. They have not pulled the reins on in on themselves, and all their chips are sitting in the center of the table. This the and yeah. and when Trump says or anybody 
says that this is a seminal moment in this country, that's really not a joke. That's just not a uh, that's just not a saying. We're at a critical mass or critical juncture in this country. We are exactly at that, and they have pushed all their chips in. Now we see who's at the table, what's going on, and they can't back out. It's been revealed. The, the mask has been pulled off, Frank. And their biggest fear is black folks that are going out voting boot and vote R, Republican. That's what they don't want because it's against their interests. They want to keep black folks tied to the Democratic liberal establishment, even though they can't get ahead, even though they're going to have a lot of hard times. But that's what their biggest fear is because I know Trump's been gaining. He's done a lot of stuff for black folks, especially with the historical colleges and jobs. And I'll tell you real quick, John, before I go, the company I work for uh, takes a lot of trucking and, you know, uh, deliveries. Five years ago, majority of truckers were Hispanic. Today, majority of black folks, black males, and they're making over $100,000 a year because Trump is, is slowly getting rid of the work permits and illegal aliens. And who's filling those jobs making good money? A lot of black folks didn't have jobs before. One black guy I was talking to a couple of weeks ago delivered his truck. $140,000, John. $140,000. Got wow. two kids in college. About that period. No, that's what they're making. Wow. Because you know why? Because that because they are sucking up that scab labor of illegal aliens, John. There you go. They're getting rid of them. Frank, I appreciate your call, sir. Thank you. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. talk radio then you'll love talkstreamlive.com talkstream live is always on 24 7 with the best streaming talk shows find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones it's free readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier just go to talkstreamlive.com be sure to download the free apps from google play or the itunes app store Is your property a financial burden and causing you grief? Have you tried to sell but can't find buyers? Or are you just too busy to sell your property? Don't worry. We have the right solution for you. We buy properties as is, with cash, close in 30 days, and pay all closing costs. Our service is ideal for property owners who are in pre-foreclosure, have high-end repair costs, experiencing financial hardship, going through costly divorces, are relocating, need cash for retirement, suffering family loss, or have tax liens. Whatever your situation may be, we can help you sell your property and get the money you need. If you own a single-family home or multiple-family units, call us for a free consultation at 888-910-1037. That's 888-910-1037. Or visit our website at cashingproperty.com. 
That's cashingproperty.com. Sell your property fast and leave all your worries behind. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Deep in the heart of Texas, back in 18 and 35, they drew a line in the sand. The folks at Gonzalez had freedom on their minds. It was all because of all the right. We are back. Well, the Kenosha incident, all three anarchist rioters that were shot have violent criminal histories. The 17-year-old boy was charged with murder in the first degree after opening fire on three anarchist uh, rioters in two separate incidents. The accused, Kyle Rittenhouse, is from Antioch, Illinois, just 21 miles from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Rittenhouse traveled to Kenosha with his AR-15 in order to protect small business owners and citizens who were being victimized after being abandoned by their state government and police. Why would you need anybody standing out in front of a building with an AR if the police and uh, uh, were there? And you see where I'm going with this. Footage obtained by anti-extremism watchdog Antifa Watch shows the first shooting in the video. A masked man named Joseph D. Rosenbaum is shown chasing Rittenhouse and throwing what some have claimed may have been an improvised explosive, but this has not yet been confirmed. Rittenhouse then shot Rosenbaum in the head as he charged and tried to take his rifle, an injury the attacker later died of. Earlier in the night, Rosenbaum... Uh, who's Jewish, was shown violently antagonizing the armed men, shouting, Shoot me, nigga! Shoot me, nigga! Thank you. After Rosenbaum was shot, a mob of anarchists pursued Rittenhouse as he attempted to flee. The young man then fell to the ground as the Antifa members began attacking him. Now, Rittenhouse opened fire against two of the attackers, one who was armed with a handgun. Now, if you watch the video, which we have posted up on our website, please do watch it. And this, again, will drive home my point about you being video journalist out there. Record what's going on. Record it, record it, record it. Because what, what you're not going to catch is people being in defense against this, being the aggressors going after, and the way they're making it uh, sound as if armed white people are going after crowds of poor black people that are just trying to peaceful protest and are just shooting them willy-nilly. It ain't happening. 
after Rosenbaum was shot, as I said, uh, they went after Rittenhouse. Now, the guy with the skateboard, he tried to bean uh, (laughs) this guy. And the guy that was two steps behind him was the one that had the handgun. Now, before being beat to death with a skateboard, he took care of that problem, but right on the heels of that, clearly shown in a couple of different photos, is the guy approaching him with a handgun. And it was freeze-framed just as that handgun is being aimed at his head. He fires a shot, doesn't go for the torso, doesn't go for the head. He goes for the arm and successfully... I guess you could say disarm him, blew the hell out of his upper part of his right arm. But he still held on to the gun as he was running away and crouching down and yelling and screaming for help. He still had the handgun in his hand. One member of the gang, Anthony W. Huber, died after being shot in the chest. The armed assailant, Craig Paul Glasskrutz, suffered a gruesome gunshot wound to the arm, but survived. That's the guy I was talking about. The media has jumped into action to paint Rittenhouse as a white supremacist, domestic terrorist, and the anarchists who were shot as innocent, peaceful protesters. But these facts bring this narrative into question. Well, it doesn't bring it into question. It just shoots holes in it. Pun intended. According to public records, Joseph Jojo Rosenbaum has a long history of violence. Rosenbaum was convicted in Arizona in 2002 for committing an act of sexual misconduct with a child. According to his entry in the sex offender registry, he was a level 3 offender, meaning he was a high risk of reoffending and a general danger to his surroundings. Arizona Department of Correction records reveal that Rosenbaum spent 12 and a half years in prison after being convicted on two counts of third-degree sexual misconduct against a minor and with one count of interfering with a monitoring device. For sexual misconduct with a minor to reach the level of three felony, class three felony, the victim must be under the age of 15. More telling is Rosenbaum's 42 separate disciplinary infractions while incarcerated including numerous assaults, committing sex acts, and stalking, manufacturing of weapons, and arson. He was released in 2016. Well, sorry, I was going to make a bad joke. Would have been in bad taste there. According to records from the Wisconsin Circuit Court, Rosenbaum had pending charges for battery as domestic abuse filed just last month. Now, the other guy, Anthony W. W. Huber, Anthony Huber, the second anarchist who died at the scene, is being promoted as a hero by a for-profit charity business, GoFundMe. His girlfriend has raised more than $70,000 in his name. But we go to public record. It shows that Huber was in fact a violent criminal with a history of abusing his loved ones. In 2012, Huber pled guilty to false imprisonment with a dangerous weapon and strangulation as domestic abuse. He appears to have violated the terms of his probation in 2016 and was sentenced to two years in state prison. Most of it with time served, Huber was arrested again in 2018 for battery. 
The woman fundraising in his name, Hannah J. Giddings, currently has a warrant out for her arrest for refusing a breathalyzer while driving drunk and driving with a revoked license. Gage P. Grosskreutz, a pistol-wielding anarchist in his 40s who was shot in the arm while attacking the teenage Rittenhouse, was charged with felony burglary, uh, burglary rather, and theft in 2013. He violated his probation just four months later. He has another arrest from the year 2017. Now, it's unclear from public records if Grosskreutz was ever convicted of that felony. If so, his possession of a firearm is a serious offense that could net him 10 years in prison. Now, according to a media puff piece, Grosskreutz was a professional activist with Milwaukee-based People's Revolution, a more extreme breakaway from Black Lives Matter. Virtually no mainstream media reporting on this incident has mentioned any of this information when reporting on Grosskreutz, Rosenbaum, or Huber. The strong antisocial and violent streak exemplified by these individuals who are active participants in a violent and clear instigators in these shootings is common among the ranks and file of Antifa. Journalists hired by the elite media may side with them against the 17-year-old boy engaging in self-defense, but it remains to be seen if America will. Well, uh, sorry to say that it may not because of the media and their slant. They will not and cannot tell the truth. You know, numerous reporters, on-scene reporting, with fires burning, cars burning in the background, or buildings being assaulted or burned down. These guys, with microphone in hand, and the backdrop of the fires and the anarchist, well, it's mostly peaceful protesting. That's like being on board the RMS Titanic, being down at the third level and going, I think we have a leak here. We better call maintenance. Laura in Michigan. Hello, Laura. John. Hello. I just wanted to add a little bit to the Kenosha story. I heard a man call in from Kenosha. He said uh, he said they had signs out, please do not burn this business because above the business are apartments that families live in. You know, I didn't realize that. You didn't think about that. They're not only burning a business, they're burning a family out that live above the business. And they actually had signs, please do not burn this business because there's a family above it. I don't think that's ever come out. Well, and it's not going to. But but again, you know, following up on Frank from Pennsylvania when he called in, um, these people are in flat denial. They're, they're assuming that their propaganda and their information is going to change the perception of America. And... They're not in touch with what's going on. They're making this madcap assumption, and people are walking away from the Democrat Party. People are looking at this and going, there is nothing right about this. And they, they, they are continuing. So what do you think is going to happen once they roll from this grave subject matter to the next one, uh, possibly Donald Trump being elected for a second time? I mean, it, Laura, people are just sitting back now and looking at this and shaking their heads and realizing the insanity, and it's starting to register to them what is actually going on. These people have a real problem. 
I'm going to make a prediction right now. Donald Trump will be in office in January of next year. And these madcap people have no place to go. Nothing. They've got it all pushed into the center. They've revealed what they are, their tactics, everything else. Um, They just took their best shot, and they missed by a country mile. And when people have nothing left to lose, they really lose it. You know? Also, I want to mention how they were talking about this this Kyle guy going across state lines. What what about the B? Black Lives Matter taking buses all across America. They're they're crossing (laughs) state lines all the time. Well, Nobody says one day I'm worried about it. Well, and I never saw provisions that said that the unorganized militia member can't travel 15 miles to go do uh, uh, his his bidding for protecting property. I, I mean, that's right. You know, the cops. It's interesting. Uh, the narrative in the news really hasn't changed that much. They're all a bunch of murdering people and this, that, and the other. Well. The Patriots have been out beating the streets for a number of years. We've been propagandized, demonized, and everything else, from anybody from Southern Poverty Law to the National Association of Police or the FBI or whatever the case may be. They're starting to realize who and what the militia movement was and what it really represented. This is why you're seeing this kind of this gray shaded area. They're really not going after the police, uh, siding with the unorganized militia to be there to protect property and their own lives. They're starting to realize that, wait a minute, we've got a problem here. And you know what? These madcap sovereign citizens that the FBI warned us that the only thing they wanted to do was shoot us down in a routine traffic stop, they were lying through their teeth. Demonstrated that the FBI, what they, do, what they tried to do to Donald Trump and Trump's position on law enforcement today, I doubt very much you got anybody in that thin blue line that would reject any help from the unorganized militia because these guys are outmanned and they are outgunned. The only thing that does not happen is this to go on full tilt, Antifa, gun shooting, body dragging, body bag time. Uh, And if that moment happens, I guarantee you you're going to see an unbreakable link between the police and the unorganized militia. And at this point in time, I don't think anybody gives a rat's patoot on how the media is going to spin it. You know, John, back 30 years ago, we were sitting in Riley Center, they have the militia meetings. We never thought that this is how it was going to end, you know, up. We thought we were going to be shooting the blue helmets. Well, funny you should mention that, and I'm also going to get into that storyline a little bit here. Uh, What do you think Black Lives Matter is asking the U.N. to do? Now that they're defunding and getting rid of the cops, they're asking the United Nations to come in and keep the peace. Isn't that amazing? I didn't know that. Isn't that amazing? And, And I was thinking about this today, exemplified. I mean, we're going back more than 100 years here uh, with the first go-around. After World War I, what happened? We had League of Nations. All the United Nations is going to broker all complaints. People are going, heads of state are going to be heard. We're going to resolve our differences peacefully. But that's not why the United Nations came into being. They were to be the governing body controlling everything. And every seat, without a break in the chain, has been occupied. The Secretary General 
are nothing but communists. This was their organization. Fast forward World War II. We didn't garner enough tension with World War I. Let's put it in your face again. Let's kill millions of people. Oh, well, we need the United Nations and its peacekeeping mission again. Well, their mission has never changed. Now people are starting to understand who and what the United Nations really is. This, Laura, I, what I'm saying, all the chips are pushed in the middle of the table. I mean everything. Everything is going to come out here. They're all in. The only thing we have to do is be rational, be calm, and just wade through this crap. And I do believe there is going to be light at the end of this tunnel. We're about halfway through the tunnel right now. Yep. All right. Laura, thank even, you. Even though the even though the guy from the the, the the Galactic Federation said go to the dark. Did you hear that? Did you listen to that interview? No, I did not. Laura, I've got to run, dear. I'm I'm trying I'm I'm trying to uh keep a time clock here. I got a break coming up. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm going to get into uh, after the break here. Uh, I see more calls are popping up here and we'll take them. Uh riders in Minnesota looted stores in response to a black man that actually shot himself in the head in an incident that had absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with police brutality. And by the way, uh, Jacob Blake's mother got on CNN and apologized to Donald Trump. She didn't want to see any of this. But I'm sure she also knows Mr. Blake's character, and she wasn't going to use her son as a, um, well, as a symbol for Black Lives Matter because she saw what happened, and she actually apologized to Donald Trump on the Communist News Network. I'm sure that did not set too well with them. <sighs> I'm, folks, I'm serious about this. The only thing we have to do is remain calm and rational. I know there's, uh, and it's guttural. You know, it taps right into our core of fee, uh, flee or fight responses. Um, just let's slow all this stuff down. Let's think about this logically. Let's proceed logically and calmly. Less mistakes are made. If necessary, if we need to knee-jerk, we can always hold that in arrears for future events. But for right now, we don't need armies and we don't need guns to fight these clowns. That's why we're here. And am I afraid of any militia that they might put together? No, because they have no foundation and they really don't have guts of character. We'll break. We'll be right back. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. 
Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Amazon customer, 5 out of 5 stars. I'm quite happy about it. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs, and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. Dr. Sam Surreal. Good product and ingredients. Kept my blood pressure normal after mild heart attack in 2015. Switched to plant-based diet, also to reverse atherosclerosis. John Bispico's, 5 out of 5 stars, built up my immune system. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Public Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Mike, you've got to catch a hold of me. I'm having fantasies of having my own F-16 and doing low passes over riders. <laughs> I always wanted to be an airplane pilot, but I ended up being a mechanic for him. Bad advice from an ex-brother-in-law. Al in West Virginia. Hello, Al. Hello, Al. I thought I heard somebody take a breath. Put Al in West Virginia on hold. He's late coming back from his break. Let me go to Greg in Arkansas. Hello, Greg. Hello, John. Hi. Uh, hope you're well today. Uh, a comment that probably won't gain me much appreciation. When you preface a remark like that, I, I, I brace myself. Okay, I've got my seatbelt fastened. Go ahead. Okay, cool. All right, well, I'll do that one second. I wanted to mention, um, I happen to be one of those people, a lot of people might not understand, and what I'm about to comment on is uh, crossing state lines with a firearm, and, of course, different states have different rules. 
But I happen to be one of those people, uh, not too many people may be familiar with living right on or near a state line. And it's second nature that we consider the other state, because I do, I live, uh, matter of fact, the farm I'm on, the state line goes right through it. Right. And it's commonplace, I consider people on both sides of the state line, my people, my, you know, my, my roaming territory, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, it's nothing to cross back and forth the line and think nothing of it, because most of my friends are actually in the other state. My driveway just happens to be on the Arkansas side uh, of the Missouri line. So... Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse might get drug into a circumstance uh, and an extra charge of bringing a firearm over a state line when, you know, who really knows? No, not many people consider that it's just commonplace that we just drift across the line. The line's pretty much invisible, and, and uh, it's a shame that he would get drugged down with uh, some type of yeah, and and if that's the case, I think they've are they already probably would have put that forth rather than coming out with words such as intentional homicide. Now I've never heard homicide broke down in intentional any more than I've ever heard man manslaughter being called intentional manslaughter. You know, if it's not homicide, if if you don't have murder in your heart. And you've still done away with somebody. They will. There's certain degrees of manslaughter, but you know, just one point I want to make here: if you think the feds or anybody else was going to use something like that, you think it would have been done in Nevada a couple of years ago, and we all remember that. Mm. And these people came from all over the country, and they were armed. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, we're. Rittenhouse, is, it's an unusual circumstance. Such a mature young man at his age to be an EMT uh, be, and to literally be there to offering his help for anybody that might be injured in the riots or whatever, and then, of course, be as well-trained as if he was an avid video game player, possibly, and, you know, fast reactions and clear thinking. Just an unusual 17-year-old man. They're, they're just, you know, I would have to put him in top categories of mental thinking. I mean, he's very balanced, didn't shoot more people than he needed to. Uh, it was a target-rich environment. He yeah. could have gone wild. Well, and, he, and at the end of the video, if you saw the complete video that was posted on our website, he walks towards the uh, police as they start to show up on scene. Uh, he's got his weapon uh, down and his hands up, walking toward the cops. They had no interest except to get to the uh, to the nexus of the disturbance that doesn't seem to me to be a very guilty person i've got a break thank you i appreciate your call greg top of the hour break ladies and gentlemen jr moore here we have a special promotion going on at republic broadcasting this is a fundraiser for republic broadcasting involving the energy planner mail me a postcard my address is at my website at thelibertyman.com We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an energy planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. 
It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.